0: 7654321. Hey guys, this is Liz Cambez. This is Nikki Collins. What up guys? This is Epic Stark. Hey, this is Marty Me Stafford. Hey, this is Jordan Canada. This is Asia Wilson.
1: Welcome to the WNBA Nation. WNBA Nation. What's happening? This is your host, Logan Jones. I am very excited to bring you today's episode. Uh, if you read the title of the episode, then it won't be a surprise, but Leah Boston is on the episode today, had an interview with South Carolina's finest. Uh, we will get to that shortly. Let me get a couple plugs out of the way right away. First, if you are new here, if this is your first episode that you ever listened to, if this is all unfamiliar to you, welcome. Uh, we love having you here. We are a women's basketball podcast. We cover the WNBA season and the NCAA women's basketball season in the WNBA's off season. So that's a lot of acronyms all at once, but I think you got it. Um, we're very excited to bring you this Boston interview today. We've actually been fortunate enough to line up several of our own Kyle Haywood's uh, top seniors to watch in live interviews just, um, over the last couple weeks. So if you haven't listened to those episodes, go check those out next. We've got Boston. We've got Haley Jones from Stanford. We've got Maryland's diamond Miller, and hopefully we're going to continue to have more for you in the future. So uh, get some, uh, insight into some of these very important, very kind of key players coming into the season by going and checking out those past episodes. You can also check out our website, wmbnation.com for things like our preseason top 25, which we will continue to update as the season gets underway. Um, and that's where you can find our merch page and other goodies like that. You can contact us with feedback at WMNationPod via Twitter. We would really appreciate a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if this is your first time here and you like what you hear. And uh yeah, that's it for the plugs. So let's get to Aaliyah Boston. She is a six-five senior forward. Her South Carolina Gamecocks are the reigning champions. She averages almost 17 points, 12 and a half rebounds a game. That's like far from... I, I feel like when you boil it down to just the numbers, you miss a lot of just what she does on the court. She's one of the most dynamic players you can watch these days. She is the recipient of basically individual award, like bingo. Um I mean, <laughs> athlete of the year, national player of the year, unanimous first-team All-American, defensive player of the year, defensive team of the year, all the, just. Most outstanding player, final four most outstanding player. There's the resume is so long that originally I recorded myself reading all of it just kind of for the sake of being funny, just to show you how ridiculous it is. Um and it ended up just being so extreme. It's she's she's going places and she's already been doing things for a long time now. So you'll get a feel for her here in this interview. Um without further delay, here is our interview with Leah Boston. Well, thanks for joining us today. The center of the college women's basketball world kind of goes through South Carolina right now. What does that feel like?
0: I mean, it's exciting, um but we know that means they're a the target on our back every night we step on the floor to compete um but I mean, it's really good because I think that just shows how much our program is growing and how far it is and and everybody wants to beat us
1: is Is that something you take pride in or or do you know that that that's like some added pressure throughout this even from like November on in the season?
0: I mean, I would, I, we definitely take pride in that, um, because, you know, you want to be the top dog and you want to be the last team standing, um, at the end of the tournament, which I think we, we all want. Um, and so, I mean, there's going to be pressure, of course, but I think as long as we all stay level headed, we're going to be okay.
1: So how, how do you go about doing that now as, as kind of the, you mentioned target on your back. You're the reigning champs this year. You personally have won just about every individual award there is to win. Um, how, how do you keep a level head going into a season like this?
0: Um, well, a lot of it is I pray a lot, um, because I'm someone that adds pressure, even though I probably shouldn't, I add pressure on myself. (laughs) Um, and so I pray a lot. I journal, I talk to like my parents, talk to the sports psych, um, just open communication. A lot. I think that helps me. I'm able to just talk about what I'm feeling, what I'm feeling and I just go from there. I think that helps me a lot.
1: How what what's it like being in your fourth year at South Carolina? You've you've obviously changed like you've seen changes to like the college landscape over your time there. It kind of feels like the the balance of power has shifted after years of being a very Yukon centric, like there was Tennessee for a lot of years, there was UConn for a lot of years. Now it kind of feels like this is the era of, of gamecock basketball. How, what, what does it feel like to kind of have that on your shoulders?
0: Um, it's kind of crazy. It really is. Cause I mean, coming in to college, I mean, I, I wouldn't expect my college career to go like this. It's been so much fun and it's, it's passed by so fast, which is unbelievable. But I mean, our first ring group that came in, um, I think all of us coming in together, we saw that South Carolina was continuing to be a program that was building to be the top dog competing for national championships. And so I think when we all got there, we just continue to try to help push that forward. Um And I think we've been doing a great job and all the kids that have came through the program through my four years have graduated, came in freshmen. Now it's like, we're all part of the stepping stone to continue to build the
1: program. We you've certainly followed up um, kind of the, the Asia Wilson era with one of your own and and a championship to boot. Obviously uh, we were, I don't know if you know this, we were, our show was at the final four last year, um, got to see the championship game, um, which was super cool. We saw Asia Wilson out there, like partying with (laughs) you guys on the court afterwards. Do you, do you have like a personal relationship with her? Are you guys in touch?
0: Yeah, we're able, I'm able to reach out, um, anytime and she's always there, but sometimes I'm like, I don't really want to bother you. I don't really want, that, that's just me, but anytime that I do reach out, she is there for me.
1: So you're, you're obviously. A highly rated recruit. We, there's a, there's a lot of expectation to see what you can do in the league. What does it feel like to, to know that's sort of on the horizon for you and also see Asia as currently like the reigning WNBA champ? Like is, is that something that's on your mind at all? Or do you kind of push that aside?
0: Um, I mean, that's definitely going to be a goal once I get there, but I think right now I'm still focused on, um, the remaining goals here. Um, at South Carolina, but I mean, I think it's pretty cool to see that Asia just reigning MVP and that their team just took over and she was just dominating because I think that goes to show how, you know, coach Daly has gotten her players. Um, everyone just continues to improve. Um, but it's crazy. Think about it. Like, Hey, that's going to be me like soon.
1: That is, we, we talk about that on our show all the time. Um, one of my co-hosts, Kyle has put together a top 10 seniors to watch list. Obviously you're going to be the star of, of any of those sorts of lists that come out, um, which is I'm sure very fun for you. Um Speaking of, of this year specifically and kind of focusing on the now, I know you guys um I don't want to overlook um, East Tennessee, but you guys have a big game on the road at Maryland. And then just a few weeks from now um, we kind of get Stanford versus South Carolina part, three or four. I don't know how many times, you know, but obviously that's a big clash, right? Those are, those are two teams that we expect to see deep in March. Is that one circled on the calendar for you? Do you have any particular emotions going into that game? Something to prove? How do you approach that one?
0: Well, me personally, I'd like to take it every, every game at a time. I don't really jump because that's when I get like overly excited. And then I just like, it can just play a lot in my mind, but I mean, Stanford's definitely, it's going to be a big game. But I think we're going to go into it knowing our game plan when we get there. Um, but it's going to be exciting. I think they're probably going to have a great crowd and it's going to be fun, um, to play them at their home, home court. But and I get to see like Haley and Fran. So that's exciting.
1: <laughs> are you, are you close with them? We just had Haley on the yeah. show. Actually, she was our last interview.
0: Yeah. We're pretty close.
1: <laughs> oh, cool. Is, is that a, is that a friendly rivalry then? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's very cool. I, I don't know what it feels like being like on the inside from the outside looking in. It very much feels like the college basketball landscape right now is like it's South Carolina and Stanford and then a bunch of other teams that obviously can contend and got better in the offseason through the transfer portal and stuff like that. But it sort of feels like you, your two teams are on that tier of like, there's a lot of special players on those teams that are going to do some things in the pros someday. And we all kind of need to pay attention to. Every time you guys face each other.
0: I think we have some special players. and I think they're definitely great players on all the other teams as well. Uh, But if we're just talking about us in Stanford, I definitely think we have a lot of talent between both teams and it's, it's always an exciting game. And even for the future, I can't wait to see everyone shine because I think at the end of the day, that's what it should be about when everyone sets their goals that they want to go to the league. I mean, we might be on the same team at some point, or not, you know, it's just, it's exciting to see how much we've grown over all the years, especially some of us, we've known each other since we we're like 15, you know, playing for USA basketball. So it's kind of like full circle right now. And then we're all going to be in the pros soon.
1: That's right. Speaking of team USA basketball is, is that, uh, I mean, for, for a lot of people, they, they get to the pros and it's sort of, they, they talk about how the speed of the game is different. The competition is different. You've been competing at this high level for four or five, six years now. How how do you feel like that has helped prepare you for what's next in your career?
0: I think it's helped because the pace of the game, looking at USA basketball is super fast, but also the pace of the game in the league is really fast. And so when I was able to um, try out with the USA girls this past month, it was it was definitely an adjustment, but I think I was able to make the adjustment pretty quickly. The pace of the game is fast, and we learn a lot of things at a very fast pace, but I was able to catch on after a little while.
1: Yeah, I would say so. (laughs) Yeah, no, we've, we've been watching you closely on our show for a long time. Um, I know that the name of, of of us is WNBA nation, but we like, like women's basketball in general is, um, kind of what we're all passionate about around here. And one of our favorite things about that is we get, um, people a lot of times like high school basketball players will write in and say like, Hey, like I, I wasn't sure I was gonna stick with it. And then like I realized like there's a future um for like women's basketball players like professionally. How have you seen that change just in your time as a hooper for the last several years? Like is that something that's transformed?
0: I think the women's game is definitely transformed. I think a lot of people have developed so many different ways. I think like you see post players, they're now big guards, you know? Um, it's just continued to develop, but I think it's, it's all for the best. Cause I mean, going into the league, everyone is pretty much positionless posts are shooting threes, posts are bringing the ball up. So it's great to see everybody's game develop, but also how many younger kids and girls are playing and sticking with the sport. Um, I think there's been a lot more attention being given, which is good because it makes you feel like, okay, I'm doing something and everybody cares about it. So I definitely think as time has passed on, it's, it's been the game has just continued to grow
1: absolutely that's that's one of our favorite things about doing the show and one of the reasons we're so glad to have you on because i know a lot of people are going to want to hear what you have to say about kind of the direction the game is moving in um i know specifically one of the the questions we get a lot is like we we see you play on the court um is there any style of play that you pattern your game after either somebody in the nba or the wnba past or present
0: um I kind of just take bits and pieces from everything. I think a lot of post players now, I mean, they do everything, you know, so I kind of just, it's not just one particular post, but pretty much everyone here and there bringing the ball up. But when I was younger, I definitely looked up to Candace Parker when she played. And so she's still definitely a role model.
1: Yeah. That would have been the one that I guessed actually, if I, (laughs) if I had to just based on watching you play, um, What's the, the vibe, like kind of changing gears here, um, a little bit just to, to kind of expand things to your teammates and how things feel in the locker room. Is, is it difficult going into this year, knowing that there are expectations that are just sky high because based off of last year, you guys kind of reached the pinnacle or is it still a pretty relaxed vibe in the locker room?
0: No, I mean, I think, I think things are heightened, um, just because we know that it's hard to go back to back. And we know that we can't take anything for granted. And so um, like in the locker room itself, everyone's pretty chill. We know what we're doing. But once we step on that floor, everyone is locked in and it's not really a chill vibe. It's kind of like, let's get this working. Let's make sure that we're doing what we need to do to handle all our business.
1: Yeah. I imagine it's the, it's kind of a give and take of, you know, what is necessary in order to get to that point, yes. but performing these expectations is exactly. tough. Yeah. yeah. That's, I know that's a, that's one of the the questions I ask everybody that comes on the show is just like, what's it like to to perform like, like you have obviously had to work really hard to get to where you are while nobody's watching. Now everybody's watching. Is that something that you feel like you thrive on?
0: Yeah, I definitely do. I think, I think I, I, I understand that everyone is definitely focusing on us and our team. And so I I just understand that I need to continue to make sure that I'm being a leader and just continue to dominate,
1: continue to dominate. That's we're going to name the episode that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to keep you too much longer, but there's there's a, a few more questions that I love to, to ask everybody who comes on. One is I know people love to get to know players more as people because we see you playing basketball all the time. But like we want to know more about you as a person. Is there something that you are binge watching on Netflix right now that you would recommend?
0: Ooh, the blacklist. It just came out with a new season, season nine, but I also watch Queen of the South. So I highly recommend Queen of the South. That is like top two shows ever. Um, yeah, that, that's me. Queen
1: of the really? South. What do you, do you, what's, do you have a number one top show ever?
0: It's definitely the blacklist just because okay. I, Raymond Reddington is like, He's crazy, but he's good. He's a smooth sailor. That's what he is.
1: I didn't know that one was still on, but I I watched that one for a little while. That is a good show. Um, I know our listeners will appreciate that one. The the other one is if if you have anything that you want to say to the South Carolina fans, open open platform. Now is your chance. Anything you want to shout out to them?
0: I just want to say that the fans are the best fans in the entire nation. I can't wait. To play this year back in the CLA and can't wait for y'all to travel to some games and let's run it back.
1: Awesome. Have a great year. I hope we chat again Thank soon. You. Thank you so much for being on. This is great. Of course. All
0: right. Bye. All
1: right. See you later.